0: John Sewell with Engadget.com podcast. Really excited! Welcome back Onyx for the second time. Uh, we have Brian with Onyx who's going to walk us through some new features that's going to revolutionize uh, the app and how you use it across all three platforms that they have. So this is going to be a lot of fun. Basically a masterclass on how to use Onyx and what it can do for you. So Brian, welcome to Engadget podcast.
1: Thanks so much for the invite, Sean. I'm really excited to be here with engagement and uh, engagement and really be excited to, yeah, just dive into all things Onyx and imagery and really see what we could do to help your uh, your your user base get more out of the, uh, the outdoors.
0: Heck yeah, I love it. And it's cool. And if you guys are not aware of Onyx yet, they have three apps and each one is catered towards a big part of our audience. There's the Onyx Off-Road for people who are looking for trails to go off-roading and camping and so forth. There's Onyx Hunt, which has been around for uh, 10 years uh, for your bow hunters and hunters out there. So you can find out where the property lines start and to who to contact and a bunch of other stuff. And then the one that I I personally use is the Onyx Backcountry, um, which is for uh, us split and backcountry skiers and snowshoers and hikers in general. Um, but there's a new feature with Planet that's going to just blow your minds. And I don't want to steal the show. So I'll let Brian explain what that is.
1: Absolutely, Thanks, Sean.
0: yeah, we we've gotten to
1: know imagery, right? and the way that imagery impacts our lives. We might go to Google and turn on some Google imagery. um or you might be planning a big trip and you're jumping into to Onyx and looking at our imagery and how we re- uh, and 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 how the different types of imagery. But as we were looking across our imagery stack, we realized we weren't providing the full picture, right? These, a lot of images that you see um in Onyx, for example, are taken as a snapshot over time, um, usually by a fixed-wing airplane, um, referred to as aerial imagery. And so we can go fly at some, a state like Colorado, for example, and we will have a currency of that whole state of two year 2020, for example, um, And which is great. But then all of a sudden, 21, 22, 24 comes along, and we're, we, that's now not as stale, right? Um, and Or I want, it, I want that image every two years or some kind of currency of that. But the problem is it's hard to fly. Um, imagery every year. It's not cost-effective. So there's new technology coming out, new satellites that are allowing us to fly um, and and get snapshots of resolution on even one day's um, um, kind of like viewpoints. You can imagine, though, getting a clear one-day view of the U.S. is is hard, right? There's A lot of smoke (laughs) and clouds. So what we were able to do with with Planet is create a two-week snapshot that gives you a look back in time. Um, of what, how the conditions are changing. Like, think about it from, man, I want. Say, I think the snowpack is still really good at Loveland Pass. Like I wanna go check that out. And you can just go look and see the past two weeks and go, there it is, it's still there. I can still go hit my line or eh, it's missed. Looks like it's time to put away the split board, get out my boots and maybe go try to get a bag of 14er.
0: Very, very helpful. Um, one case I, I think what might be kind of fun in the, uh, construction sites, or like a person who might be pitching or getting pitched on construction. Do we want to develop on this land? What's it look like? Um, I there's so many use cases for this, and I love the one about snow because that would affect a lot of our audience. Knowing if it's Loveland Passes in or Jones Pass or or what have you, or if it's time to go get it to fly rod and go fish, you know, make the most of their day off.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And. And hunters, they really look at it from this. Um, when you sort of see thaw of ponds for waterfowl coming in, mm-hmm. how big is that pond in the spring, and how much more surface area will I have for those for the fowl flying across to actually see and, and choose to um, to stop there or not? And if it's big, then you're going That's where I need to be. Or even more so with lily pad blooms will come and they'll actually take surface area away, and you know it's harder to fish when the lily pad blooms are in full force, and you can just see that. Um, actually, I have it pulled up. If that's helpful, now we want to jump yes. into some, the oh, some demos. If you're happy to show it.
0: it, yeah, please, Brian, demo it up. Let's All show right. it. what we're talking about. All right, good. Let me go ahead and share my screen.
1: Um, I think I'm going to need to share my screen. I, it looks like it's disabled.
0: Oh, let me let me get that for you. Do 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 do. Share screen. Perfect.
1: How about now? Oh yeah, that is what we're looking for right there. Okay. And I will go ahead and pull this image up. All right. So I think we can all see this image right here. Yeah. I zoomed in on the backcountry app. Let me see if I can remove. Um, okay, great. Um, and I wanted to go over to, in this case, you're seeing the backcountry app. Um, right now I'm in snow mode. Let's go ahead and jump on over to um, dirt mode because we're more in dirt. Um, I was zoomed in over here and. On Vermont because I had planned this trip along the uh, Appalachian Trail with my two little ones the other day and have that in my have that over in my content as a route uh, and that was going to go do with it but we can explore that in a minute really want to get to this imagery piece so let's go to um well I from my understanding Mammoth California received a record amount of snow this year yes um and my son was there doing ski racing training so let's go take a look about how this imagery actually changed and grew over that that time frame all right so here we are at this ski area down in this lower right you can see our imagery and the imagery we have on right now is what we call our default imagery stack and you can see numbers up here right here this little 12.51 that if you ever wonder what that number is it's actually the zoom level you're at so when we go in you'll watch that change right oh now it's changed to 2.8 and it will get into fourteen. And every time you zoom in, it's kind of a different reflection of like, what's the size of the pixels I can actually see on the ground? Okay. Oh, all right. So when you zoom in with our default imagery, you're looking at about thirty centimeter to fifteen centimeter accuracy on the ground, right? Um, there's some aerial. There's some flights that are happening now that let you see maybe seven point five. But beyond that, it's pretty rare. Um, now you can imagine. Our high frequency imagery, this imagery we get every time, every two weeks, doesn't have that same level of resolution because, well, to be honest, that would cost a lot of money. Um, So we have to zoom out to closer to like 13 and 14, which is more of a five meter type of a resolution um, to get that type of image. So down in the lower right, you see our image solutions. You get satellite, you have hybrid, you have topo, and now we have this recent imagery, all right? Less detailed, but updated frequently. Uh We can turn this on. And all of a sudden, our image will change. <laughs> there's okay? snow. and now we have, yeah. Now we've got this imagery that reflects a snapshot in time between August seven and August twenty one. There is still
0: snow there. That's so helpful. That's now, cool.
1: Right, and now we can go back in time and be like, let's like start to explore where in this snowpack. Like, here's June ten through June twenty, uh, July ten through July twenty fourth. There is still a good garbage ton of snow. Right. Yeah. Um, here's a time when my son was here um, doing ski race training. There, you can still see a significant amount of snow. Um, and then, obviously, our our current snapshots go back, I believe, until about March six, and you can see we are in deep, deep winter.
0: Yeah, deep winter prime time. I love March.
1: Yep, exactly. But as it goes through, you can start to see like, oh yeah, starting not yet. Oh, here's some of our first thawing come kind of occurring in May, um, and it will slowly 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 start to become less and less snowy as we um, as we clip through our our, our our months here um and this is available across all of our different apps um from the hunt from off-road to backcountry um it's an elite feature so um uh, it's one of our our more premium uh, le- level of um of, of imagery that we offer um but again it's so impactful it's so valuable to someone who's thinking and wants to make sure that the conditions are just right, before they spent all that time and effort to get there and realize they weren't.
0: Yeah. Especially like your son's case, traveling there from I imagine Vermont all the way to California. That's a big trip and it could have uh, been a bust. Yep. And or, like uh, we were thinking like before the show, uh, landowners can check on their property and see what's going on. What what to expect.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it, 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 there's even a feature beyond this. Like, let's go over to the hunt app um, that we to help round out this, um, this idea of, of, of what we do for imagery. Um, so this is the hunt app. Um, within the hunt app we actually have an extra um, piece of imagery. We have something called leaf off. Um, and so leaf off imagery is really valuable for our um, East Coast um, spitting kind of deer hunting market um, yeah. because they're they, they need to see, when you have, when all the deciduous trees are in bloom, Obviously, are the leaves are out? It's really hard to see anything underneath it. But when we get leaf-off imagery from the states, we're able to start to make to penetrate through those lead, um, through, through the canopy and start to maybe scope out where is that rock? Where should I put? The, what tree should I put my um, my stand on? Um, or can I even make out paths or old um, uh, potential uh, stone walls um, of the site? And so, if you zoom in and out, um, every state doesn't provide really strong leaf-off imagery, um, but the ones that do. Um, we we have available, um, for example, I think we were looking at um, you know, Mississippi um, in this in this sense. Um, and as you zoom in, you can see sometimes we say we don't have it, uh, imagery not available. But when we do, you will be able to zoom in and, and see that imagery. And as soon as the states update that, we are able to jump in and quickly acquire and and process that imagery. But let's say as you were just uh, alluding to, Sean, like what happens if there's a, a location that uh, you know? That on that that um the, the leaf off isn't quite the resolution I want. The default imagery is too old. And well, that high resolution is just not quite what I'm looking for, right? It's not, it's not enough detail. Well, Onyx actually has a really great relationship um to be able to acquire on-demand imagery. <laughs> so, what this means is you can literally task a satellite inside our app to take a picture of we'll take a four kilometer by six kilometer image and put it into your um, Onyx account for you. Oh my goodness. And this, we'll do this within two weeks. And cl- obviously clouds are always an issue. So we make sure we don't get you a picture full of clouds because well, that doesn't <laughs> work out well, right? <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm, I have a friend we're going to go uh, stay with outside of Leadville and he built a property. I think he would be a perfect person to uh, to use this image on demand uh to, he's a very avid fisher and biker and he's exploring his neighborhoods as he calls it so to see that that swash of land where he lives i think would just be invaluable for him and his planning for recreation and also just in planning in general
1: yeah absolutely we're finding hunt clubs are really embracing um in this where they have a large track of land and they just want to monitor it every year it's part of their almost like portfolio that they can share with their um, other users. Um, individuals who own large tracts of land in Montana just want to have good inventory where are their um, how's their fence line even doing Um, things of that nature to be able to because this has um, really high um, uh, spatial resolution so you get down to that 30 centimeter mark um, that lets you really be able to um, get get the detail that you're looking for to make decisions and I think we were talking earlier about yeah like landscaping like pre-post what does that look like that's amazing so cool to see that level of detail um, after you've um, as you're planning it and then after um, because with us, you can also turn on these really cool features. Like uh, I think I went over to um teleuride to uh to kind of into their our off-roading um product because I really wanted to kind of show this like 3D view, right? Where you can start to like zoom around and start to see, like, oh, I want to go do this this overlanding, off-roading route. And what is this looking like? And what is my past gonna be? And let me turn on some imagery um and start to be able to like meander my way through this past. To see, oh yeah, that oh yeah, tell so, you, I know, they got In- Ingram Peak over here, and and then I can go, oh, what actually, what am I even riding on here? And I was, I was talking with um, with Rory, the the GM of Off Road, and he goes, Brian, one of the most amazing things about our product is you can literally tap anything. You just tap it. You <laughs> have you tap something, and you get some cool information about that location. You go somewhere else, you get some information, and this is some of this rich information that we're talking about. Like, you know, you click on this route, this experience here. Um, a black bear pass and we tell you it's 11 miles and you know, you're going to get up to almost 13,000 feet. That's a moderate difficulty, a technical rating of six to 10. So you, you better have your wits about you in a decent rig. Um, takes about two hours, point to point, best times to go there and who submitted this actual information. So like you know Jeep the USA, like that's a, that's a reputable partner we have and yeah. they provide us a ton of really rich content. And you can go in and you could do read the description, tells you what, what you're going to experience. These are all written by authentic individuals who are out on these trails so that you can believe in this, you can trust it, um, to be, um, to be, and not only accurate, but just also inspiring. You find some photographs, take a look at the cruxes of what you're looking for. Um, you know, getting really get inspired to go on an adventure, um, with your buddies over the weekend and, um, know what you're going to, what you're going to get involved in. Um, and then, you know, we have our our difficulty rating. So we you know, this is six, So we tell you what you expect. Um, we also have a cool feature called My Garage where it's like, oh, it's ridden with a high clearance 4x4. Well, if you go into your My Garage and I happen to have a, a Jeep Wrangler, I can go and be like, ooh, I don't know if my truck can do that. I don't have 36s on this. I only have 32s and nobody said they could have done that before. So you can get really, really rich information about, about these adventures before you've actually even had a time to go do them. Um, so you don't get out there and get stuck. You want We want to make yeah. sure you go out there and have a, have a good day.
0: I love it, Brian. And I was reading through the description and I believe I read high pucker factor. So this might be a a challenging one.
1: Yep. I think this is one of those ones that's a, yeah, it's, there's some scary off camera stuff and you better be be ready for it.
0: (laughs) That's very helpful. So you want to like just randomly go take the kids on a four by four trail and get in over your head. This is very detailed and very helpful information.
1: Yeah. We, 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 um, we work. We work really hard and um, to to go find that information that's relevant and accurate and um, and that's not made up. The individuals are doing this, and uh, we have a really strong ambassador community um, that loves to just awaken that adventure in everyone by providing them deep deep data to to make those uh, um, those dreams come true.
0: That's really cool. Wow. So um in the in the the off road one we've used uh, I think about three years ago um, Joe gave us access to it and. We gave it to some riders and they used it very successfully to navigate some uh, some easy access 4x4 stuff and took the kids camping and they had a great time. So it's cool to see different ranges of people using the product and providing feedback.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's grown since then as well as we moved into snow. Um, you'll see these new modes that we see up here in the middle here. And you can turn it into like a, a, a snow machine mode. Oh, and no then way. once you do that, you get all these new kind of features, all this slope angle, right? We have avalanche oh, forecasting that lets possible. you be safe. Yeah, right? This lets you be really safe in the backcountry. Um, so you can see where to go. You can understand where, where that is possible slides are. You can understand that the avalanche. Um, we have aspect as well. So you can start to create different levels of aspect. And it's really the blending of all these layers that provide that aha moment to keep somebody really in the, out of, out of a dangerous spot and let them really have a, um, stay safe and, and have fun.
0: Oh my God, Brandon, this right here, it's blew my mind the most, um, as a back, uh, backcountry split water, you know, always checking the forecast and we work with, uh, the local forecast, uh, organization here, CAIC, Colorado Avalanche Information Center. And we do fundraisers sure, for and raise uh, awareness on how to use tools. We do a, what we call a beacon bash, where we, we have like 500 people show up in an area, with beacons, uh, probe, shovels, and we have Mammut, Ordovox, other people running stations, speaking stations. And I think this would be a very valuable tool for a lot of individuals to learn how to read the terrain. And especially with the color grading you have here, it makes it pretty idiot proof. And uh, God, yeah, know before you go. And this is, this is a super detailed, helpful tool. And I'm just, I'm blown away by it.
1: Absolutely. Well, I think if you're going to like that, let's go into let's Let's look into the snow mode that we have for backcountry because when we go into this mode, um am going to snow mode here and let's go up to where Wash up into Washington where we've really invested in in, in, a, in a group called Beacon Guidebooks. Oh, we and do. What they've, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, that's fantastic. So what we've managed to do with Beacon, let's zoom into like Suquammy Pass. There we go. Is we've started to create these zones in these regions. A lot of stuff on right now. Let me turn a couple different layers off to see if I can't. Got eights on. Maybe we'll leave eights on. Maybe we'll talk about eights in a minute. Let's turn off forecasting and let's turn off eights for now. Uh, And we'll talk about eights in a minute. So what we've done here is we've been able to go and find all these zones, right? All this information about Sequoia Pass from Beacon Guidebook data. And we talk about areas within this that are now embedded into the app that show you up down advice how to get there what are your descents in these type of regions so sure enough in this granite north um and low mountain area you have this 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 region this um uh, lake bowl east descent and you can start to see down here at lake bowl descent it gives you some information about how to do this these are northeast facing slopes the runs can be linked to other tours um, the distance, the elevation loss and gain, and it's point to point. Again, it looks very, starts to feel very similar to that guidebook data we were talking about in off-road. Yeah. Um, it also has something we call our eights, right? And then eights is this avalanche terrain exposure level that continues to grow on that slope and that aspect that we were looking for a previous, but it starts to blend them together. And it was um, an algorithm created by a researcher in Canada that we've taken and blended into our product. So let's see what happens if we go ahead and turn on our eights level here. Okay, and then you turn on your eighth level, you can start to zoom in and you start to get some indications of what are my slide risk probability in these different regions based upon the combination of slope, topology, runout, vegetation, and so on. That lets you start to take all of that with the current snow conditions that you receive with the year and really make that intelligent choice of where should I go backcountry skiing or splitboarding today.
0: That is so, so helpful. And I love it. And I, I would agree that level, cause I saw the 35 degree, um, you know, that's getting a little spicy right there. A little, not for everybody.
1: Yep, exactly. And so the green, you I mean, we can go We can click on layer details and get some more like classifies the avalanche terrain to simple, challenging, complex, and extreme, right? So in this case we see here, we see this like there's some simple terrain run right out here and mm-hmm. some challenging in the blue, but we don't have any black or, or red in that area. Um, I bet if we pan around a little bit, though, we can most likely find some type of uh, some, some black and some, and some more dangerous areas that, you know, you really want to have your, there we go, oh, there you is. want to have your wits about you, right? Like, yeah, yeah that's pretty darn steep.
0: Yeah, um, I did not touch that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> right. But like, you know, there are some individuals that want to know where those oh, are and they want yeah. to find that perfect day <laughs> to go find it. And uh, hopefully we empower them to it and I uh, hope they stay safe.
0: Yeah, some people love the steeps. I, I'm a, a mild terrain kind of guy. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, my, my risk reward factor over the years
0: continues to uh, to, to go down, right? Yeah, I just want <laughs> to go outside and come back to the family.
1: Exactly. Um, but this is just one of the types of layers that we that we like to, um you know, that we we're trying to build in. And we believe that layers... Um, you know, being the senior director of the ge- uh, of the geospatial content arm of, the, of, of Onyx, all I think about is layers. All I think about is data and how we can create more insights from all this different types of points, lines, polygons, raster, satellite imagery, and bring them all together to create this next like aha layer that helps everybody to create, have fun and uh, and find something new that they didn't know before.
0: Oh, it's super helpful. Your, your hard work is paying off, man. It's going to help a lot of people. Thanks. I really appreciate it.
1: Like there's, there's this, um, uh, to, to show the magnitude of where we are. I always like to go to the hunt layer because this is where we've been building the majority of our data over the time that was our longest running product. And each state has its own just blend of data that you can jump into. And, you know, from again, trail slope and mileage or recreation sites. We have this new wide, uh, roadless area, um, map that we just rebuilt, uh, motorized roads and trails, uh, forest visiting maps, you name it, we get into it. Um, but probably our bread and butter is private land. Yeah. Um, and so if we go to back to Vermont, let's zoom in over here. See if that actually takes me where I wanted to go. Probably not. So I'm just going to pretend that didn't happen. Um. Yeah. Let's zoom all the way out. Go on up here to our Vermont land. And when you zoom in, you can start to go and see private public okay did not want to do that but you can zoom in and you can start to make out your private and public landowners oh, and yeah. this really was the foundation of where onyx came from right there was hunters in Montana and they wanted to make they were they saw um a, a mule deer or an elk and they said you know what I want to go I, I I think I can hunt this and look at the map and they don't know really where they are are they on the private side or are they on the public side and it was all founded on know where you stand and make sure that you um that you are not trespassing when you're hunting. You're staying safe. Um and that was really the foundation of where Onyx started.
0: Beautiful. And it's so cool. See, you can see oftentimes the people who own the property. So you can contact them, can get access potentially and and or stay away <laughs> if they don't want you there.
1: Exactly. You can um, you you can reach out to them and 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 explicitly ask for permission to hunt or to potentially walk across their land to go on, on bag a peak or something this nature. Um, and it's um it's 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 one of our secret sauce we, we we blend together um you know 500 or more different sources um to make up data across the 3200 plus counties that make up the um the us um and really um work hard and diligent to make sure that we stay as up to date on those those land changes as they come through because we know how important that recency and accuracy is to our our, our, our user base um so we're constantly we have a, a dedicated team who's just always monitoring and looking through data to find out when, for example, um, you know, uh, Amanda sold this data and now it's, uh, now Sue owns it and then you can go try to reach out to Sue. Maybe she's, um, you know, would like to continue your, uh, allowing you access to on, on this land to hunt.
0: So helpful. So, so cool. My, my mind's spinning because I know we, we have 50 writers on our team and, uh, at least a third of them have one of your products or more. And they use them and they swear by them. And then everybody was so excited when I was getting a chance to do uh, meet with you on the podcast. And um, it's fun seeing everybody's level of excitement and hearing how they use the different apps um, to benefit their recreation and, and livelihood. It's uh, outstanding products.
1: Great, John. I'm so glad to hear that, you're, that, that the writers are in, are into it. And um, yeah, I can't wait to hear stories about how they, how they use it. I think the last thing I know, we don't have a whole lot of time left. I think one of the last things I'd like to just I'll highlight is some of our new our new tooling. We yeah. call it TerrainX. Um, it's it's designed to start to give you even more visibility into different bands and um, and views of uh, of the of like a watershed or what we call a view shed, um where you can change your slope angle, what you're looking at, um, where you want to look. Um, you oh. can create different uh, slope sort of aspects. It really just lets you. Go in here. It, it's it's an it's just a play tool, really. It's like you can go in, you can zoom, invert, do exaggerations, make the peaks look huge, make them small, really hone in on different bands of elevation. As you can start to see, like the you know, as we highlight down in this little corner, hmm. um, and it's really just like you can see as we go down here. Like we're we're moving different types of shading around as we as we as we move and remove different levels of of uh, elevation, and so. I encourage anybody to jump in here and just absolutely, you know, again, so you can just see like you're opening up aspect of sun. So you can start to get sun angles and snow angles. You can start to see like, oh yeah, I'm actually, I really just want to focus on this really tight band between 9,400 and 9,900 feet. Because I believe this is where those doll sheep are really hanging out right now. And when the sun is at this right aspect, And, you know, my angle is, you know, you know, maybe uh, closer to, you know, the 51 degrees. Like, what is that sweet spot? And it lets you just find it and analyze that terrain so that you know what to do.
0: Oh, that's so fun. Uh, My mind, there's an area I go to very often uh, on Jones Pass and then people joke together about once a week, they call it Sean's Run. I would love to put this on Sean's Run to find (laughs) all the angles. I think it's about 27 degrees on average. But I would love to verify okay. so I can show people like, okay, so we're going to take you on today's tour. This is the exact topography and what to expect. Uh, yeah, it's such a powerful product. And it's this so is,
1: cool. It really is.
0: is this in the hunt or is this in the backcountry?
1: This is in all three, actually. Oh, no um, you can see over here in the backcountry. You have this little button right here, and you know it's going to fire up TerrainX.
0: Oh goodness gracious. Yeah, well, that makes um, me
1: happy. TrainX is yeah, it's still beta a little bit, right? Is we but we we don't want to hold back our beta, and yeah, you know, we, we want to, we want our customers to be able to share it and and explore it as well and give us feedback because uh, um, that's what's important. But you can also see like we have slightly different UX inside backcountry.
0: Yeah, um, you get to that work resonates with it. a
1: little. You know, it's, yeah, so it's it's a uh, it's a really. It's such a cool tool. <laughs> like honestly, um, yeah. we have a we have an R&D, an amazing R and D team at Onyx, and they, they they were the ones who came came up with this idea. And boy, it's um it's something. Um, I, I really I'm really really proud of that team and everything they've accomplished to to be able to bring this into the fingertips of our of our user base.
0: Oh, it's so cool! I know what I want to do this afternoon. I've got a two hour break. I'm just gonna play with this app and I'm gonna deep dive it and show it off to everybody. It's, oh, that's so
1: great! So great to hear. It's very fun. Um, you know what? It just occurred to me. There's one last thing. I think we might have time for it. Let me jump in. Um, cruise over to this. I mentioned earlier. Um, jump out of 3D mode because 3D mode can be a little disoriented at times. Um, and was the idea of how do you build a route, right? And yes. so if we could go back, I think it's a it's a really cool tool. It lets you start to focus on my content. Um. And with my content, you let you, I'm going to go to more of my region because I will be able to build a trail a little easier than because I'll actually know it. Um, so we have this tools feature up here. And what you could do is you build a route, right? And your route building tool pops up and you can start to say, oh, all right, great. What am I going to do? And you can just click in here and start to build up different routes and say, oh, yeah, I'm going to go here and Let's bring this back over to here. And you know what? That feels like a pretty good route for, you know, maybe only 2.2 miles for my kids. It's like, okay, or you can bail on this, clear it and say, okay, clear that route. And then I'm like, oh, you know what? Instead, I actually wanna focus on maybe something along the Appalachian Trail. And you can build a route along the AT, save it. And as soon as you save that, you can color code it, but then it just pops up right in my content. And again, you get more routes, you can hide routes. I built some gravel grinding mountain bike um, route the other day up around this lake called Caspian. That's just, just ready, just waiting for me to go tackle it on a, on a, on a Sunday right. morning, but I have them all in my, have them all stored in my content. So I just know where I want to go, when I want to get them. If you're more of a waypoint individual, you can just go to go ahead and build up a waypoint and places you want to go big vistas and keep track um, of, uh, of different, just kind of like, locations that you feel are vital to your next adventure. So really, awesome. really cool new feature that uh will continue to grow up as
0: well. The the silly question. Um you can do it on the desktop version and then I assume it will sync to the app. Correct. Yep.
1: It will sync up will sync up to each um each app. Um each app has a um as a premium um mode as well as an elite I think if you uh, as as your users explore the elite they're gonna find that there's some amazing partner benefits and discounts. Um, ranging from you know twenty percent off Warren winches to um uh to uh, big discounts in uh and uh, our elk collection over in Hunt at this time, since elk season opens up tomorrow. Um and uh, and backcountry has just as many um, amazing partners that you get strong discounts with um when you uh, when you when you when you're part of our elite family.
0: Wow, that's great! Great network you've created. Super helpful. I again, my I'm, I have pages of notes. I've been writing down as, as you're talking, Brian, of things I personally want to explore, uh, especially in the backcountry app. Um, but for our bow hunters, uh, the off, or the the hunt app as well. It's it's amazing what you guys have put together here. Like truly amazing.
1: Thanks so much, Sean. I appreciate it. And, uh, and, and kudos to you as well. I was looking through engagement earlier um, and just looking at some of the reviews and getting stoked to, uh, on, on some gears. Well, I think I, you know, that the, the puffy one you did last year, I was actually in the market. I was like, oh, this is perfect. Is this a sweater or is it the best? Like, what am I going to get? So, um, yeah, I appreciate everything you're doing for the community as well. This is uh, such an, a, just a, a wealth of information right, um, at the fingertips. So, thank you.
0: That means a lot, Brian. Thank you. I'm glad it could be of help to you. Uh, it's an absolute pleasure to get to work with companies like yourself and, and outdoor companies and show people how stuff works which you just did for us for half an hour you showed us how the apps work and I cannot wait to deep dive into the apps and apply it to my my weekend I'm actually gonna do the way or the, the route we're taking two kids on a little a little two-mile hike to a, a lake that's stocked with fish so they can see the, the trout sweet yeah so we, we use your stuff we appreciate it
1: I love it yeah. great well if you have any thoughts or ideas please just send them over to me in an email i want to make sure we, we, we keep our customers happy and really like the voice of the customer is what keeps us going and when we hear stories good bad ugly like with we, that's what keeps us going every day so um we just love our passionate user groups and um i can't wait to build better products for them every day
0: i love it well thank you for your time brian uh, thank you for everything you put into making this presentation and i will put links below So people can go to Onyx and figure out which one they want to purchase uh, and download and looking forward to doing a round three. um, As you develop more stuff, we want to share with the audience too. So uh, thank you for your time, Brian. Thank you for being on the engagement podcast.
1: Thank you so much for bringing me the engagement podcast and Sean, I hope you have fun on your adventure. Thanks a lot. Cheers.